0: Anybody ever heard of that, of the yoke that goes on the oxen or on the horses to help them pull the plow or to pull the wagon? Okay. Anybody, anybody ever heard of the yoke being called the teaching? Never heard of that. It's interesting, there's some, there, is, there is some historical background to that, depending on who you read, and of course it's always controversial, but that the rabbis... When they, when they taught, when they, when they brought their disciples on, what the, what the disciples were to do was they were supposed to take on the yoke of the rabbi, which meant they were to take on the teachings of the rabbi, and literally, in some sense, they were to follow the rabbi. Um. They were to follow the rabbi. And one of the things that was said was something to the effect of, "If you, you know, may the dust of the rabbi be upon you, because you were, that, you were following that close that you would get dirty, literally, from the dust that came off the rabbi's feet. That there was something about being in the presence of the rabbi and taking that yoke on that, that then you were, you were seen to be a follower or a disciple of that rabbi. And so it's interesting here that, that Jesus, uh, Jesus talks about this Uh, He says, come to me all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and humble heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I don't know if you've ever been taught by somebody where the yoke might not have been easy, where you got the syllabus and you thought, there's no way in God's green earth that um, I'm going to be able to get through all of this syllabus, write the 30-page paper, do all of these book reports, read 300 pages a week, etc., etc., etc. That would feel like a pretty heavy yoke. I wonder if in here, if, if there was talk of that rabbis had yokes that were burdensome, that were heavy, that they put their disciples through, you know, through their paces in a sense. That it was difficult, that it was hard, that it was, it was hard to learn, that maybe, maybe the rabbi asked a lot of them physically as well as intellectually. I don't know. It's just interesting that Jesus makes, really makes mention of this. For I am gentle and humble in heart, you will find rest for your souls... In my yoke, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Today we're supposed to be talking about gentleness. We're supposed to be talking about gentleness as a a fruit of the Spirit, in a sense. And how that is supposed to come through in our lives. And and I've thought about that a lot. And to me, I mean, I'm a guy, as you can tell, but I hope. But um, gentleness, gentleness... It just seems real squishy to me. Right? Soft. Like, why would we want gentleness? Because wouldn't that mean that we would just get walked over? Wouldn't that just mean that, you know... We're supposed to just let everybody you know if we're supposed to be gentle to everybody that we're supposed to just let let them sort of walk all over us and do things I, I, I think about this a lot with some of these fruits of the spirit because they just feel they just feel really soft but, but, I, but I believe that underneath all of that is, is something really profound and helpful. take my yoke upon you and if you if you begin to read about Jesus' yoke, about his teaching, you'll, you'll come to find that it doesn't feel all that easy. I mean, there are, there are lots of things in, in, in the teaching of Jesus that are not easy. Just, just go to the Sermon on the Mount, go to the Sermon on the Plain, you know, Matthew's Sermon on the Mount, Luke's Sermon on the Plain, which is right, we're, we're right after that, or a little after that here, but we're going back a little ways here in a minute. And... Um, and as you, as you listen to that teaching and you think, well, I'm supposed to take this on, I'm supposed to be doing these things, I'm supposed to be following Jesus closely, it can feel pretty burdensome. Because it challenges, very much so, the way that we have been taught. And in some ways, even him saying, I am gentle and humble in heart, and us having these fruits of the Spirit that are supposed to be gentleness, goes against our world, doesn't it? Because we're supposed to be tough. We're supposed to be hard-nosed. We're supposed to be business-minded, you know? We're supposed to be counting the cost of everything. We're not supposed to let things affect us or touch us. And yet here, Jesus says, I am gentle and humble in heart. And one of the fruits of the Spirit is, is gentleness. Well, just for instance, here's a gentle teaching of Jesus. Matthew 7, verses 1 through 5. If you have your phone, you can look this up. There's Bibles around somewhere here. Matthew 7, 1 through 5. I'm sure you've heard this before. Very easy yoke of Jesus. Do not judge so that you may not be judged. For with the judgment you make, you will be judged, and the measure you give will be the measure you get. Why do you see the speck in your neighbor's eye, but do not notice the log in your own eye? Or how can you say to your neighbor, let me take the speck out of your eye while the log is in your own eye? You hypocrite? First take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your neighbor's eye. Easy, isn't it? Do not judge. Lest you be judged with the judgment that you have been judging. Easy teaching, isn't it? The interesting thing is that I really think that while we judge others pretty harshly, I think we're we're unrepentant in our sins of judging others. It's actually the judgment that we judge ourselves with that is probably the harshest. Most of us have, you know, a voice in our own heads that that is intensely more critical than the one that we would use about anyone else. And so in a sense, yes, don't 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 judge others, lest you be judged with that judgment. But but also I think when he talks about taking the speck out of your, or taking the log out of your own eye is that he wants us to be introspective about what's going on with us. What are the burdens that we're carrying? What are the things that we're doing to ourselves? Not just what we're doing that might hurt somebody else, but what are we doing to ourselves that hurts us? How, how can we be gentle to ourselves in a world that says, no, 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 no. The way to get ahead is to be hard on yourself. To be hard on other people. Push on those expectations. Push harder on them. Set the bar higher. How do those come together? And so I began to think about gentleness. I began to think about, I began to think about how, um, what kind of metaphor could we use for that in our own lives? Because gentleness just doesn't seem... Like it has very much oomph, but how many have seen a flowing stream? Anybody? <laughs> Are you awake out there? I know this is this is I'm sort of low key today, so it's all right. You seen a flowing stream? Yeah, yeah. Well, it doesn't have to be moving very fast, but water up against a rock over time creates a channel it's about can be about as gentle a thing as you can imagine at least looking at it from the surface a gently flowing stream but yet over time it creates a channel in a rock And something that we would consider to be very, very hard. Something that we would use to build with and that those structures are still around after hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. But yet you put them in a flowing stream and it's going to create a channel in that rock. But there's something about gentleness that is ever-present. That just continues to flow over and through things, that that takes things as they come and flows around them, but has a power and a movement all of its own. So sometimes when I hear Jesus says, "I'm, I'm gentle and I'm humble in heart, I often feel like that has more power than someone who is forceful, than someone who isn't humble, Than someone who hasn't taken on the yoke of Jesus and allowed that to help them carry their burdens down the road. It's just an interesting idea, isn't it? That the power of our faith may not be in the powers of the world, that the power of our faith may not be in shouting from the rooftops. But the power of our faith may be in a daily commitment to the yoke of Jesus. That that daily commitment begins to wear away the rock (laughs) that is our soul. And it creates a channel for Christ. A channel for Christ to flow through us into the lives of others. And so today I just ask you to meditate on gentleness, on this teaching that can feel very hard and very difficult, but when you let it wash over you, it begins to change you and to form you and to shape you into someone who is Christ-like, so that others may also know Christ.